Call the Rogers TV viewer response line, email us, or connect with us on social media. one word to describe the Jennifer Campbell show, it would be authentic. There's nothing that is said or covered that I don't bring as much truth to as I can. That I simply have never put up with it. I get up every morning and I want to come to work at four o'clock in the morning. And it's never lost on me that there are people who might not be feeling the same way and maybe my job is to pick them up a little bit. And having local television really matters. I feel like even more a part of this community that I love so much, it's pretty exciting. Launching a canoe from a dock is a simple procedure. The paddle partner should climb aboard by placing one hand on the dock for balance and the other on the outside gunnel of the canoe. Then, you swing the stern of the canoe close to the dock and the stern paddler climbs aboard using the same procedure. Once settled, push away from the dock and paddle away. This is Rogers TV. Welcome to Think Millennial. I'm Matt, and this is not Ben. I'm we Adam. Special co-host. Special co-host. <laughs> I was surprised they even had the budget to, uh, to pay for me to be here today. He's not being paid. We would never do that. <laughs> We're here with Brendan Ulysse and Jordan Iorio. How's it going, guys? And before we get into it with you guys, I don't know, mm -hmm. let the, the viewers know who Adam is. What do you I do, Adam? I want to know more about who Adam is. So, <laughs> if you don't already know, as you probably should, right? <laughs> I'm the CEO of Unlimited Residential, which is a property management company out, uh, out in Hamilton, but we have property out in Brantford, uh, all across southern Ontario. We rent uh, beautiful apartments at affordable rates all across southern Ontario. Uh, if you're a landlord, you should call me, and if you're a tenant, you should call me as well. And you're also looking for more people. You can help a lot of one, a lot of people that own properties that don't necessarily have the time, right? Exactly. So if you own an income property, a multifamily investment, and you don't have the time to manage it, you're not quite sure, uh, you don't know everything about your business, and you want to get a little bit of coaching or get a little bit more ma uh, better management, you want to give me a call and. And I'll help you out from there. We were kind of talking a little bit, you and I, yep. um, just before starting, that you are a homeowner. Yes. Which is... New a, homeowner, one year in. Which is a little weird because <laughs> a lot of people our age, we yep. really can't get into the, the market nowadays. Yep. Jordan, are you a homeowner? I am not. No? Mm, I yeah, am either. Not, not a fun time. No. <laughs> so it's, it's very tough, but if you can get into even buying a, a smaller home, a smaller mortgage, mm -hmm. and still live at home or live wherever you're living rent, yep. you can have somebody like... Adam here that can help yeah. you find proper tenants. Yeah, exactly. Actually, the the thing that I like to say is that I have several homes and I'm still homeless because I actually don't <laughs> live in any of the properties that I have. So I have several of them and lots of tenants, and I don't have cool. a place to live. It's very sad. I was wondering why all that stuff was in your car. <laughs> I actually used to sleep in my car. Uh, going back a couple of years, I, I worked three jobs. About 100 hours a week just to save wow. for the first down payment wow. of uh, my first property. I worked yeah. literally in Toronto from 7 o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. So basically, in, in order to save myself an extra two hours driving back and forth to Hamilton, I would sleep in the parking garage of a Toronto hotel. Worth it? It was definitely worth it. Yeah. So it's possible for our people our age to buy a home, but you have to work two and a half jobs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Minimum like wage. It, it was minimum wage, though. So, right. you know, yeah. 12 12 bucks an hour, hmm. some, uh, one, one job was tips, so I did get to keep, you know, some tips, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there, there was something else We don't want to ask that job. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, so I said, it, it was, uh, the first one's always the hardest to get, hmm. um, but once I got the first one, I was able to renovate it, uh, put some great tents in there, pull the value, get another one, and another one, and another one, and then build this little business for myself hmm. and, and help other people do the exact same thing. So I take landlords from one property to five. And then I take the other landlord who's already got the five and I keep his investments going and I make mm -hmm. sure that it's protected from 
uh, you know, recessions in the economy and what's going on in the states. So we can talk about that later. That was a good, you know, segue there, right? <laughs> and uh, and also help them keep it in the family as well, uh, so that they can pass it down to their kids and, and so on and so forth. And then, of course, with the the ever-changing laws and mm -hmm. landlord rules, you want to be on top of the rules, and that's why you hire a guy like me because I'm very well versed in the uh, Residential Tenancies Act. I've been in this business for 15 years. I grew up in it, so hmm. uh, you know that's why you hire a guy like me. Hmm. I only thought you were 24. I am only 25. <laughs> I turn 26 uh, next month, but I've been in this he's business lying. since I was, you know, <laughs> I was very, very young. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Top 30 under 30. Right? Exactly. There's exactly. still hope for us, <laughs> um, No, I started in the business when I was a young age. Uh, my dad bought investment property, so I, I grew up learning the business from the ground up. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember my earliest memories was standing in a foot of backed up sewage and dealing with, uh, you know, bad tenants and mm. kicking them out and putting good people in and all the fun beautiful mm -hmm. stuff that they don't show you on the TV shows like you know HGTV they, they show you sunshine and rainbows right it's all Frosty sunshine and rainbows <laughs> yeah. you know but the way I, the real real estate business is you get one day of reward which is rent day mm -hmm. and then 29 days following that it's just leaky taps and complaining tenants and this guy's noisy and you know this dog's barking and and there's a lot of things that people don't realize it's the you know, just like any business, if you get into a small business, you got to know your your business. You got to know what you're doing. You got to have experience, and and the same thing goes with real estate. Although I think that everybody should go out if they can and go out and buy a small little property and rent it out and become uh, a, a landlord in one aspect or another. Again, you want to align yourself with a guy like me or other property management uh, companies and make sure that they can guide you through the process, so you don't end up losing a lot of money on the bad tenant or a bad repair. Or, or something like that. Have you guys ever thought about getting into real estate market that way? I considered it uh, briefly. Yeah. We just decided to just get our own place and yep. live there. So just our timing worked that way. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> congratulations on almost a year. Yeah. yeah thanks. <laughs> I'm not a big numbers guy, but lately, like I don't know. I've just through research and people in the housing market telling me that is one of the best investments you mm -hmm. can make. Yeah. So, of course, I'm <laughs> it'd be nice to one day own yeah. a property. But, yeah, I've heard it's a smart investment if you know what you're doing. Yeah, so. yeah. it would be nice. Yeah. It's safe, it's stable, um, and homes always go up. I mean, there's always a real estate's very cyclical. It goes up, it goes down. You know, we might go into a recession. Prices might go down. It's highly unlikely. But, you know, it happened in the 90s. It happens in the 80s. It happens, you know, every 10 years or so, the market goes up, and then it crashes and bottoms out. But it always comes back up again. Mm -hmm. So if you're willing to ride the storm, you, you really never lose money on real estate. Um, but again, there's a lot of things that you need to deal with. Uh, it's not um, a nine to five job, it's a 24 hour job. And so that's why I always suggest, you know, if you want to be a landlord, there's two things you should do. One is hire a property manager, or if you want to try it out, rent out your basement. You know, mm. I always tell people, you've is got that to legal? that too. If it's legal, of course, you know, <laughs> there obviously has to be bedroom uh, uh, windows and has to be to code. But if you can, if you have space in your basement, rent it out or rent out a room in your house to a, a student, uh, like an international student, yeah. just to kind of get the feel of having someone, like providing housing for someone, because it isn't just, here's your keys, here's, you know, give me rent and, and that's it. There's a lot of, it's, mm. it's a time intense process and it's not for everyone. Um, it can be very tough. Like a lot yeah. of people don't want to, they just want to come home. And they just want to relax with their spouse, and they don't want to have to be Taking dealing with extra responsibilities yeah. and things. Exactly. People. Yeah. I get calls at three o'clock in the morning. I yeah. get calls on my days off. I, well, I mean, I don't really have days off to be honest. So, that's something you have to factor in. Is if I'm a landlord, you're you're not going to get days off. Yeah. I actually, um, I, I wrote a, an art uh, an article on my blog on uh, on my website, and uh, and it talks about why you should probably hire a property manager. And those were. Two of the reasons. The other one is your time is worth something, so you want your time off. Gonna have to stop you right there. Oh, yeah. We're gonna head to break. Stay tight. We'll be back soon. Awesome. program is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. Tuesday. You do need painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Oh my God, no! 
Theater on the Edge, on Rogers TV. For Sir George Etienne Cartier, the work of uniting Canada was as vast as the country itself. First, he won over Quebec. Union is the only way for work. No, Monsieur Cartier! Confederation will cost French Canadians their nationality. Monsieur, together we will form a political nationality independent of our origins. Diversity will be Canada's strength. Then he fought for Manitoba. The Northwest has formed a government under Louis Riel. We will not join Confederation unless our rights are respected. So you want a new province? Then you'll have it. That will be a place for your people in Canada. He envisioned a country from Atlantic to Pacific. British Columbia won't even think of joining Canada without a wagon road through the Rockies. Ask for a railway. We are building a country after all. Bold as a lion, Confederation could not have happened but for him. In Canada, son pays ses amours. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Matt. This is my lovely co-host, Adam. Adam Kitchener. Yeah. And we're here with Brendan Ulis and Jordan Ario. So before the break, we were talking about uh, real estate, getting into the market and having income properties and kind of like the, the downfalls and the, the scariness that all that comes with and all the hard work. Yep. And you're talking about blog posts that you just had. I, yeah, I put on a blog post uh, basically talking about uh, if you are a landlord, why you probably shouldn't manage your own properties. And we touched upon the other two was the experience, the time, um, but also your time. What's your time worth? If you run a small business, a lot of my clients are small business owners, and so they have other things that preoccupy their time and they can do more things with their business rather than focus on the small little things that come with managing property. Mm -hmm. But the other one too is, is uh, you know, if you're in the public eye, sometimes you have to do, um, say no as a landlord, and it could be, you know, if you're a realtor and, you know, you want to build yourself a brand or a name, being a landlord can counter can be counterproductive because sometimes you have to be uh, put your foot down say no and say oh yeah sorry but you're not getting the uh, whole place done in marble you know build a, it just doesn't work out that mm -hmm. way right so um, anyways uh, check it out on my website but uh, mm -hmm. you know I still think it'd be difficult for people like especially you who's yeah. 35 degrees today and you are <laughs> out running outside playing yep. soccer we had someone one training earlier today actually it's wow. so hot. <laughs> it never stops. Uh, it's a busy soccer you're, time. You're out all the time, eh? <laughs> yeah. The only thing that we stop for is if it's like really unsafe. So if there's going to be lightning, we're going to have to cancel it. If there's rain, usually we still practice. Yeah. I have a really interesting story actually about one time when it rained. We had the, the youngest age group, four, five, and six-year-olds at practice. And it was just starting to rain a little bit. Mm -hmm. I could tell some of the kids kind of weren't enjoying it as much just because of the little rain. They were tentative. And so to try to like in inspire them to practice and to not give up, uh, I told the kids, I said, okay, we're all gonna flex our muscles at the clouds. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, you know, bear through it and keep training. And the moment that we all just looked up and flexed our muscles, the, the heavens opened and it was a downpour. So cool. And we actually did have to stop that practice. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. We actually did have to cancel because it was like torrential pour. But their minds were blown so when that happened. I, I never forget that one practice. <laughs> so but cool. usually we practice through the rain. That's really cool. <laughs> that was my favorite time playing because it gets mm, so yeah. hot. As soon as oh. it rains, you're like, oh, I feel refreshed. Yeah. In men's yeah. league, yeah. that's what you look forward to most because you can slide around, yeah, exactly. tackle the ball, right. and have a great time. Yeah. So, that's yeah. great. So everything's going well with you guys. Yeah, we're really yeah. busy. So yeah. with the Brantford Galaxy House League program, we're training Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, all the different age groups, and it's packed. So Amazing. Yeah, the more the merrier. Amazing. Everything is good. Did things increase the World Cup here? Oh, yeah. So yeah. with the World Cup, it's actually been the arguably 
the best World Cup of all times. You think so? Like, th there really? might be some people <laughs> that disagree with me. If you disagree, find a way to contact me because there's probably a lot, a big debate we could have. But in my opinion, it's by far the best World Cup ever. Really? So I hope you've been watching. I, I have. I don't I, remember yeah. really four years ago watching okay. it that intently as I am now. Uh -huh. But I don't remember being as into it as I okay. am now. Okay. Yeah. So one reason it, uh, why, in my opinion, it's been one of the best World Cups is because all the little teams have been surprising. Right. And, and almost every game has been like a goal fest or something yeah. unexpected. Yeah. Uh, I also describe it a little bit as like the Game of Thrones of World Cups because all the big names are getting like taken down yeah. out of nowhere. If you don't like soccer or Game of Thrones, I'm sorry about this <laughs> reference, but uh, really like all the big countries, even before the World Cup started, well, like Italy wasn't even in the World Cup. Yep. Yeah. United States wasn't even in the World yep. Cup. Netherlands as well. Is the U.S. ever a big team in the World Cup? Uh, well, what, what's interesting for the U.S. is uh, every team, every continent gets X number of places to qualify for the World Cup. Okay. So United States is the powerhouse of North America. Really? So they always, yeah. Even better than Mexico. It's CONCACAF, right? Yeah, CONCACAF. Right. Uh, Mexico and the United States right. are, the, are the big names around here. Um, and for me, like, the United States just seems like an athlete factory. Like, we, mm -hmm. they always perform well yeah. mm -hmm. in, like, every sport. Right. I'm not sure, like, where hockey ranks on their... Uh, biggest pastime, mm -hmm. but they even do really well in hockey, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, they seem to do well everywhere. Interesting. So, I think in the entire world, U.S. is kind of like mid, hmm. mid to high table, but uh, for North America, they're the big name. When do you think Canada is going to start creeping up in those standings? It's well, got to be happening, I, right? I hope it with happens soon. I hope it happens yeah. soon. Uh, another big factor with that is that in 2026 we're partially right. hosting the World Cup. You know about right. that too? Yeah. So it's a joint bid between the United States, Mexico, and Canada to host the World Cup. That means we automatically qualify. Amazing. So we're going to have a team in the World Cup. That being said, if we don't want it to be an embarrassment, that team has to be ready to play. <laughs> Only one country has ever failed to make it out of the initial stage when they're oh. the host. Wow. wow. So any team that's ever hosted the World Cup has done well. When is this, 2026? 2026. Yeah, yeah World Cup wow. happens every four years, so we still have well, one more World Cup in Qatar before we right. get to come back it's to North America. So, Who yeah. is it now? Russia. Russia. Oh, I thought Russia, it was in yeah. Qatar. No. Okay. Yeah, this one's in Russia. It's just as hot. It's in the news yeah. because they won it, and then yeah, and Russia's yeah. still it's just in like it. The Russia's yeah. still in it. They're doing really yeah. well. I don't surprisingly. Think, I don't think they're gonna win. No? no, no. Do you have a particular team that you're kind of rooting uh, for? It's gotta like, be England. Oh, it's gotta you're be England. okay. It's gotta be England. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see England do well, but even the teams that I picked at the start of the tournament, I'm kind of changing my mind just because it's been a special tournament. Yeah, you get excited when you see these teams playing yeah. so hard. Yeah, like out of nowhere, yeah. just come on the scene and do their thing. I was super so. torn for the Columbia-England game yeah. oh, because my brother-in-law is Colombian oh. and then <laughs> the rest of my family is like English. Did you watch the game together? Oh uh, no, he was working. Okay, because if you watch the game together, intense. it can be extra intense. intense. Yeah. yeah, there's some footage out there on Facebook and social media of... Uh, uh, an English fan in Colombia watching the game. I think I saw you post and, that. And um, it's like, because both sets of fans are extremely passionate. Yeah. And I mean, it's even a little bit actually yeah. risky. You can't be <laughs> bragging about that too much, right? You have to have he was surrounded. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get beat up for it. One, uh, <laughs> one team that I kind of started cheering for halfway through the tournament was Japan. Mm -hmm. They had a phenomenal match against Belgium. Yeah, so incredible. Yeah, like literally the last play of the game yeah. was the goal to win yeah. it for Belgium. It was amazing. Yeah, and, Bel and uh, Japan, just the way that they play, like... Yep. Fair play. They're not diving, rolling around. Oh, no, super which, clean. By the way, I could talk about that for a long time, yeah. too. It's not good. The diving, <laughs> has, like the diving than, eh? has to stop. The diving has to stop. But Japan showed that fair play yeah, spirit. Oh, they're and amazing. The team that, they yeah. do need to learn diving so they can get those kids out of the yeah. cave. And try to... <laughs> All right, with that, we're going to be going to break. See you guys soon. All right. <laughs> Introducing Brantford's new news team. Benjamin Strasser, Matt Mannon, and Benjamin Howard. Making a difference where it's needed most. Think Millennial Thursdays on Rogers TV.
local entrepreneurs share their stories of success and challenges in small business. Or even if I need more of a virtual kind of presence. The Small Business Show on Rogers TV. The law states a boater must carry up-to-date charts in the largest scale available for the body of water on which they are boating. Nautical marine charts are available for all charted waterways across Canada. Mobile navigation apps can also be a good navigation aid. If you are using an app or electronic charts, it's a good idea to carry paper charts as well. They are a good backup in case of a power failure. Giovanni! Fire! The neighbor's farm is on fire! It's almost to the road! It's heading for us! Help me get the animals out of the barn! fires raged along the Saguenay River for more than 150 kilometers, destroying land and lives. One family survived by dousing themselves all night against the searing heat. One family, among the thousands whose resourcefulness and courage shaped the character of this land. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Matt. This is Adam. Brendan and Jordan Iorio, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. You enjoying the conversation so far? I am. Yeah. Soccer, real estate. Can, yeah. <laughs> let's it. talk about personal development. All right, let's do it. <laughs> What's been new with you? Um, worked with lots of companies during the winter and didn't know quite what to expect with the summer. I thought that might slow down a little bit and a little mm -hmm. bit more individual work. And that's happened. Um, but recently, uh, Actually, this past week, just lots of different requests. It's interesting playing with social media mm -hmm. and hashtag and all that. Yeah. Who connects with you from that when you're in my field? Like, I just got, I just connected with a Latin TV host in the States. Ooh, really? And she hosts a podcast, but she hosts uh, a couple TV shows. Yeah. And she's like, do you want to come on my podcast next week? We were just chatting so on cool. there. And like, when you see like a verified celebrity cool. on there, right? You're like, yeah. is this the real person, right? So I'm just like talking to them for a while to see first, like, are you, you for real? You don't want to Yeah, right? Like, I don't Some get my phone number man. Out. Yeah, yeah. I would do his podcast. Yeah. I would still do his podcast, bro. Yeah. But, uh, and then I had a project management app. I guess they're in like the top wow. in, in the store on Android and really? uh, iTunes, right? But so cool. Yeah, they want me to just provide some content, and they're like, you know, we'll link you up with your website and everything. And I was just like, yeah, great, like below your. So I was like, sure. I was just like, amazing. How can you focus on like productivity? I was like, yeah, no, no problem. So, so those two people found you just from your social media, yeah. and proper hashtags. Yep. How yep. did you learn how to do that type of stuff? Did you just uh, bring it? <laughs> you know what? Like, I I've done almost everything on my own. So, just spending time, uh, hoping that other people in my field that I've connected with mm. and like related fields as well. Like I've made a really good friend on uh, Instagram. She's a psychologist in cool. Tennessee, I think. And she has amazing posts every day. Like it's mm. not just, I took this quote from <laughs> yeah. Buddha or whatever, you know, yeah. that. that's great. I do that as well, but she's amazing. So um, if you don't follow her, her name's Dr. Jen Hardy. Um, and she writes original stuff every day and it's so good. And she her followers just went skyrocketed since mm. i followed her and you know you can just ask people will help you if you ask right That's so cool they'll help you you can find stuff on youtube but yeah you ask like how did you do it though because i see how you mm. skyrocketed like that and you're also legit you're not there mm. with bad intentions because like it's a sh it can be a shifty field mm -hmm. right you see a lot of people they focus on which is fine finances but it, where it gets kind of murky there like okay you're gonna help me with my finances but mm, personal yeah, are you really gonna help me with that or do i have to join this program and give you two grand first and all this other mm. hidden stuff right yeah. so you get a lot of that on instagram and mm. 
sorry to those people that have messaged me on there, like requesting to private message me. I know what's up, and I say no thanks. <laughs> so know. sorry, not sorry. I'm not one. You following me? It's okay. And then the people that are legitimate, awesome. We connect. I, I chat with people, and yeah, there's a lot mm -hmm. to get people in the field. But um, the la like I said last time I was on, it's interesting. It's big in Toronto. What I do, Kitchener, it's creeping in because they're in uh, lots of startups, mm -hmm. younger mm -hmm. people owning the businesses. Um, but like places like Brantford, it's still kind of new, mm -hmm. and it's like hey. You do I, do, I do counseling, I do general counseling, but you know, coaching's still kind of a new thing. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get more um, mm -hmm. open-mindedness when mm -hmm. it comes to that, which is really nice, yeah. Are you surprised that people in the same industry as you are as supportive as they are? Yeah, I was surprised, yeah, yeah because I was expecting, I was honestly a little biased entering it because people think of, you say coach, they think of like Tony Robbins, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And like respect to him on his success and everything. But to be honest, I don't quite agree with his approach a lot of the I've time. I've noticed most professionals don't. Yeah. Um, if you watch the documentary on Netflix, that will show you really what his retreats are like mm -hmm. and how he really talks. Can you tell me more about talks. Tony Robbins? Um, he's very good at what he does. <laughs> at what he does. Yeah? And I'm not saying he hasn't helped people, but... And he has coach mentors that kind of will follow up with you. But I asked this after you've spent thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, and yeah. are they as good as Tony? I don't know, you mm -hmm. know. And, like, they're kind of, if he, I'll just say, if he was in Ontario and practicing what he does here, I mean, he'd be treading into the College of Psychologists' hmm. protected practice, and he could be in kind of big uh, trouble. And hmm. he seems to get away with what he does in the States, and I'm not sure how he does that because mm -hmm. he uses... He kind of acts like a psychologist a lot of the time, and he's not really a registered psychologist. So that's where I'm kind of like ethically a little, you know, mm. you're, you got people that have been traumatized going well, to these things, yeah. right? Very serious stuff, and mm. he's breaking them down in a weekend, right? It's, it's very interesting. When I first saw it, um, like the documentary, I was like, this man is amazing. Yeah. Mm. And then Sarah, She's got a similar background to yourself, and That's she's right. like, well, this is not really a good thing, what he did to this person. I was like, this person's healed, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But no, it like, literally Maybe broke this person down, yeah. and we don't see the background if they built them up or not. Yeah. But he's created an empire with what he's doing. Yeah. He's a master manipulator, and I don't mean that in a bad mm -hmm. sense, but he's a master manipulator. He's very, very good at reading people and creating That's right. emotion. He's a billionaire now from it. Wow. He's an absolute billionaire wow. from it. Yep. He's got private jets. He's got places all over the oh, world. Hopefully lots of That's people right. have been helped. That's right. Hopefully. Yeah. But he's also, like you were just saying, how it, it works here. He, he did uh, seminars in Toronto before. Yep. It's very interesting what he's doing. Yep. I learned in school, um, this one professor said, uh, therapy's more, in a way, it's more ethical now if you're going to go straight therapy route, but counseling as well, um, where we're not they're not analyzing you and you're not in therapy for two years three years mm. ten years it's more solution focused mm. and how can we help you as quickly as possible but mm. it's still quality counseling mm -hmm. right and it's still proven methods mm -hmm. and so if you're prepared to get into analysis and you're going to take that puzzle apart you better be prepared mm -hmm. to be able to put the puzzle back together because if mm -hmm. you can't are you really you're practicing you're creating a problem the one thing that he saw in there that I was a little, I was, I was second guessing what he did on his, his show, and even Sarah's like, this is wrong, mm. was he, in front of thousands of people, probably four or 5,000 people at the show, yeah. or this seminar, he made somebody call their boyfriend or their husband yeah. and break up with them right. on the everybody. phone in front of everybody, right. which was terrible. Yeah. But with that, we'll talk a little bit more after. We're going to go to break. I'll see you guys soon. Cool. is a really simple show. Obviously, five different games of bingo. And we are awesome. And of course, as a major fundraiser for us, the Lions Club, 
and the monies for that bingo stay within the community the cards are purchased. So we do wonderful things with the profits from that particular bingo. We have at least five winners every week and uh, we give away 3,000 bucks every week. Footpath is the most challenging wilderness trail in Atlantic Canada. You want to have a lot of hikes in before you go on the footpath. Uh, you need to know what you're doing when you get out there. I'm, uh, I'm Bruce. Despite the fact that the Funny Footpath poses a tremendous challenge, I feel like the underdog spirit is going to win out no matter what. Surviving the Fundy Footpath, July 22nd at 8 on Documentary Channel. Anything, anything at all. He's that strong. Joe Schuster, will you stop it or you'll miss your train? Now help me find number five. Strong, but by day he's a mild-mannered reporter. Glasses, you know, a secret identity. Honestly, you Canadian kids. He'd be in this cape. A what? A cape. Wearing these blue tights. A hero in tights, really. Here it is. Listen, Lois, this guy is faster than anything, I swear. If you're not fast, you're going to miss your train. That's it. A bullet, a bullet. He's faster? No, he's faster than a speeding bullet. Come on, get on it. No one's going to read a comic strip about a strong man in tights, Joe. It'll never fly. Why? No. But he can leap over tall buildings. Oh, wow, yeah. See what your cousin Frank says in Toronto. Wait, wait, Lois. I I've got something for you. Take it. It's a gift. You never know. It might be worth something someday. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Matt. Adam. <laughs> this is Adam. Still. <laughs> and, uh, me yet. <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> we, uh, just before going to break, we were talking with Jordan about personal development and Tony Robbins, and we all kind of had our opinion on him. We talked more about it uh, during the break. But uh, in that time, we had a question from Dustin Fahey. He says, what motivated you, Jordan, to get into personal development and coaching? Uh, well, I've always probably since high school interested in psychology. My marks in like math and science were not good and good in like social science. So mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm good at this and people seem to like the cliche thing, tell me all their problems, right? I'm, people just have trusted me and I've respected their privacy forever mm -hmm. and you know, I'm, I'm proud of that. Nobody's ever really said, you know, Jordan said this and whatever, <laughs> right? So that's great. Gave me a good base for ethics going in. And uh, so I took psychology undergrad counseling in uh, grad school and did mental health counseling for a while with uh, kids and teenagers and moved on to a company I'm with now. So I do have my own uh, coaching as we were just talking about but I also work a few days a week um, for a company uh, that's just a stone's throw from this studio actually and it is um, called? it's called FRS Inc <laughs> and I'm a coach there uh, mostly job coaching they call it so we provide employment supports for people with disabilities awesome yeah so um, that you don't have to be on uh, ODSP so that's um, Ontario Disability Program right um, you just need proof of disability and we're a free service um, and we want employers to know that um, the clients that come to us um, we're there to support them and to support the employer that is taking them on I mean we assess um, we only place people where it's a fit hmm. and that kind of um, got me more into coaching field as well because Yes, I am a, the title, my title there is job coach, but you're providing life skills coaching as well, right? We found that we were just talking about that, me and uh, my coworkers. I mean, we're made up of people with counseling backgrounds, psychology, vocational rehab. We have a nurse and oh. a social worker. So us together, you know, we do a really good job and we're proud of that. And um, we're pretty well known in the community, but we want more people to know that, um, it's true, you know, people with disabilities are more able than those that don't a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. I've never seen more motivated people in my life well. that want to do a good job where they end up working since I've been there. So would you say that what's really holding back a lot of employers from using your guys' services to find mm -hmm. employees would be just a misconception? Absolutely. 
big time. I learned that going there. I mean, I learned that when I uh, was doing uh, child counseling as well, but even more so here. Um, I don't, I don't put it on um, bosses and owners that they're just consciously thinking like this person's gonna walk in and are they in a wheelchair or whatever? How are they gonna do this job? I'm not hiring them. Like mm -hmm. no, it's kind of we all judge as long as much as we don't think we do. That's a fact. I learned that in grad school. Mm. A professor said, "You can't say that in this course. We do, we all judge." Well. So it's immediate judgment. You may not continue that, but you make that decision right away kind of thing. And I don't put that on people, but I just want people to realize more um, that it is worth a shot and it's not going to take your time. We provide the support as well. Hmm. I mean, in certain situations, I go with people to their work for quite oh, awesome. some time and to ensure that they're successful. Wow. And we're there to support you. Hmm. Um, throughout we want you to stay at your job it's not about us placing you and then that's it we work you, yeah. we are contracted by the government that's really cool yeah. what other barriers would they have in the community um i think we run into a lot uh, i think it, not even just our community uh if you're lower income transportation is very tough sometimes hmm. um, a lot of employers post you know must have vehicle must have vehicle and you don't even see that too often even if there's a bus route they'll put <laughs> must have vehicle just as like a deterrent kind of thing mm. and it's kind of you know like we'll ensure they get there to the job they're motivated people <laughs> right so we want we want yeah. people to know that that yeah. <laughs> they're not people aren't on disability i don't really like that saying because they want to be. I'd say it's we're up in the high ninety percent. Really, <laughs> they want they want to work. Yeah. It's maybe they've become unmotivated because they've been rejected so many times. People don't really think of that. They just think mm. of this person sitting at home doing nothing, and it's not the facts. Mm. It's just not. And I know some people aren't going to believe that when I say mm. that, but that's what I'm. I'm passionate about that as well. Yeah. So if somebody's sitting at home right now and they're sitting in that in that boat, they don't have a job, they really want to work, how can they get a hold of you to help them? Uh, so we're located at 325 West Street. So most people know where Service Ontario is. Mm. Um, in that parking lot, their building is shaped the same as us. We're directly across and we're in one of the lower units and we have a posting right on our door. Mm. We're beside a State Farm Insurance. So okay. we're pretty easy to find. And uh, the phone number is 509-753-3012, and you can contact us directly, and it's a pretty easy intake. Awesome. Everything, and we'll give you the information, no problem. It's got to be pretty rewarding, too, to help them find a purpose, really, to work. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's like anything. It's challenging mm -hmm. at times, but we're glad to take that on because mm -hmm. the successes are great. We have people that, and that's the other thing we don't just place you we place you where you want to be mm. and where we think you'll be successful and we have people working full-time awesome. that yeah. still are recognized by they receive support from the government still some people and you can still work so that's a big misconception you can still work wow yeah i didn't know that yeah some people have gone full-time wow. where we have awesome. people working i have somebody working in management right now full-time on a and a used car lot and full-time else in retail so it's like great it's That's awesome yeah. opportunities Wait, people will work two hours to 40 so oh. yeah we were talking uh the last time we were on the show i think yeah. that a lot of the people that are on odsp that you've helped them before new immigrants into the the country you've helped find them affordable housing yeah um actually my company name Unlimited actually comes from the mindset that we're only limited by what we allow mm. ourselves mm. to be. Mm. So I mean your past, your circumstance, your financial s situation, age, I mean I started this business when I was 18 and people were like, oh you're, you're a young guy, you don't have, you know, what could you possibly know about business? And I was like, figure it out and just kind of, <laughs> I have that, I have a bad problem of never saying no. Yeah. Um, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, so that's kind of you figure it out later is yeah. where, where are you hitting the wall which could be a disability and mm. figuring out a way to get around it so what you're doing is kind of providing an obstacle uh, providing a way around their obstacle which right. is a uh, disability that they have or um, lack gonna, of motivation we're gonna have to interrupt you we're gonna we're gonna head to commercial be right back always
Are you the type who would keep going or stop? It's not easy to stop when you have an addiction. Legalizing cannabis won't stop addiction. It trivializes its consumption. Let's be vigilant. If you need help, visit portage.ca. Safe channels for motorized boats, especially with deeper drafts, are generally marked with channel markers. Most are red or green and are either floating ones, called buoys, or on shore, called day beacons. Another caution you should be aware of is this, a diving flag. A diving flag indicates diving activity in progress, and you should stay at least 100 feet away. Your visit isn't really necessary. I'll judge for myself. I know you're an MP, Miss McPhail, but a woman has never- I am not leaving till I do. be called civilized. If those appalling conditions don't change, that prison will explode. Perhaps our lone lady member is too fragile to know what is normal in a prison. Is this normal? Her courage would lead to the overhaul of the entire Canadian penal system. Agnes McPhail, Canada's first woman MP. Welcome back, everyone. Guys, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna interrupt you there because you interrupted me the last time. Welcome back. Uh, Stephen Colbert wasn't available, so they they hired me instead. And this is Matt, and uh, we're gonna continue to talk about purpose and fulfillment. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I ever how we ever afforded you. I don't know. I mean, even Nickelback canceled. Well, <laughs> the last second. At the last, the second, last can second. you believe it? Nobody wanted them That's here. Uh, I did. <laughs> of course you did. And this vodka tastes like water. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Purpose and fulfillment. Uh, a lot of the stuff that you are doing with your personal development, a lot of that would be f trying to find purpose in life. That's what it really comes down to most times, no matter what the person's coming to me for. Hmm. Yeah, it's. I figured that out pretty quick. Mm -hmm. And it's that's great. Like I'd love to work on that with people. And it's funny how it usually relates to work first, because that's where you spend the majority of your day and the majority mm -hmm. of your week, mm -hmm. right? And that's what people say. Like I just don't. I'm not passionate about what I do anymore, or I don't know what to do anymore. And I always say, like, how do you feel about what you're doing for work right now? Mm -hmm. And it usually starts there. Um, if they don't approach me about that directly, I bring it up and. Um, some people, it's funny, like they, yeah, they do need to find purpose in their work. Yeah. And if they can't, yeah. it's time to maybe consider something else. It's a major part of your life is your work. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. If you're not happy right. with it. Yeah. But you, then you get people that they truly, it's not that they don't care about what they do. They have lots of other things in their life that fulfill them mm. and they make okay. good money. Mm. And that's, I'm not going to say like, you have to be doing something like that's me. I I feel like I have to do that in my life, but that's, that's not your purpose. everybody else, right? right? Yeah. If you're an accountant and you didn't say like I wanted to be an accountant since I was four years old and I've dreamt about it forever, no, you got a great professional job that pays well and you takes care of your family and you don't mind it and mm -hmm. you just look forward to going home and your hobbies. Mm -hmm. Maybe your hobby or Sports. your children bring you fulfillment right Daily soccer yeah he made that into a job as well yeah you know <laughs> you never know yeah and that's about finding which i mm. evaluate which one we're gonna weigh here with each person mm. but they'll they'll generally let you know and we work on that and mm. usually it's it, awesome. it, it works out i think if you don't have purpose in, in any part of your life. You need something yeah. that drives you um, because that gets you through the parts that aren't so good. That's right. right. You right. have something to look forward to. Exactly. And so if you have purpose, whether it be in, in the work that you're doing or just in other areas of your life, 
some people just really live for their families and they'll yeah, do anything right. for it and they'll go dig ditches just to make sure that that family is taken care of and they will smile the entire way while they're sure. digging those ditches because <laughs> it gives that's purpose. what they're here for that's yeah. that's their yeah. purpose in life yeah. um, and I think that you know as long as you have a purpose in some way shape or form something that gets you up in the morning that's mm -hmm. the most important thing and then that's where everything else is just well yeah that's what we try to do for young people right with sports I mean that's yeah. my that's why I love coaching it's not just because of the skills but because you can see them having something to look forward to <laughs> right <laughs> and develop a lot of the time you're the happiest part of their week right? <laughs> well That's I don't true. know I don't know necessarily but I just show up and try to smile and run around and have a great time amazing. and hope that it helps whatever yeah. way it can right so I think that's so important we see I'm sure everybody has seen it where somebody retires they've worked their whole life 50 60 70 mm. and it's still young they mm. retire yeah. and all of a sudden their health just starts plummeting mm. it's yeah. not because they're getting older it's because they're just sitting on the couch not doing anything they have no right. purpose right so if they were right. doing something other than just work as their purpose they had a hobby or they had something they really really cared about and did yeah might have them live a lot longer maybe yeah from what i've learned from you is that being part of a community and having a close-knit network of friends right. is one of the highest priorities for having a happy healthy life that's right the so high, probably probably the highest just community as an overall term right mm. feeling connected to others that's why i never it's it's kind of a controversial thing i say because there are you say people that are recluses they go to the mountains and they're happy living on okay. their own maybe maybe there's a very yeah Maybe there's like a small, like a point oh one of society. I believe oh, yeah. that makes you truly happy. I just don't. I just. <laughs> I want to ask you more. About I feel that. like Go feeling for connected you, to you. You hear, you hear, like on on social media and stuff. They try to help you identify: Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Mm -hmm. Or they have like a third term out there. Right. Like, can you tell me more about that? Based on what I you can. just said, like I can. You say not many people actually can just go and be a recluse and yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So. People use terms like I'm a type A or type B yeah. or I'm an introvert or an extrovert and that's fine like they're legitimate ways to describe people's personalities mm -hmm. but I I believe in the 16 personality types so that's okay. Carl Jung Carl was a famous psychologist he really got started on personality okay. and he developed this assessment it's uh, lots of companies use it it's called Myers-Briggs okay. and gives you Basically, he says there are 16 types, and that's it. And yeah. I do believe in that. But yes, yeah, so like introvert, extrovert, legitimate. But understanding truly what an introvert and an extrovert is is what society kind of has oh, blurred. Okay. It's a lot more intricate. Okay. Like I, I am an introvert that became what they call an ambivert. So okay. we're in the middle. I'm an introvert at heart, so I need my alone time. Okay. I need to recharge. To recharge? Is that what it's about? Yeah. Like but then I crave. Uh, I can get antsy and crave the social yeah, connection yeah, yeah. more than I did when I was younger yeah. hmm. now because I worked on that. So that's kind of a, a misconception as well is that you can't work on, you can't change the core of your personality, hmm. I believe, but you can, you can mold it a little bit, hmm. right? Cool. Yeah. Very interesting. I think those people that say, let's go to the wilderness and get lost and shut off the phone and that's where my happy place is. Yeah. I think it's because they're just so stressed out of their day-to-day -day job. It's not their happy turning place, the they're phone. just turning away from their yeah. angry place. Yes. Turning off the phone is yeah. really nice. You can do that any day. You can finally day. do it. I think yeah. I guess it depends on what you're used to. Yep. So if you're really busy all the time, you just need that shut off. Yeah. I recommend right. that as yeah. your, your break and your vacation. Absolutely, but to do that as for the next 20 years of your life, you know, it's kind of, yeah. I, I'm just not a believer <laughs> yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Interesting. Cool. Being up in the mountains for the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get Make a lot of beard. phone calls from the Amish community. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, actually, no, they don't use the phones or watch television. <laughs> Probably not, actually. No. No. It's going to be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? The phones are great. <laughs> Awesome. Don't do impressions, I'm sorry. No. Was that a, just an accent? I, like, I what don't were you know, going I don't know. I was trying to go for an Amish he, thing. He did like a really good Irish You know what, the, the villages are yeah. around too, right? There we are. From Branford. The villages. You know about the there villages? There you go, community. Bam. No. Branford Villages. Oh, we I'm need gonna, to go. We need to go to the group. I'm going to give you five seconds. I have to interrupt you to okay. say something real quick because we're going to go to break. Okay. But we'll be back soon. <laughs> we're gonna we're going to break. We gotta pay our sponsors. They gotta pay us or something like that. You pay too much. See you when we get back. <laughs> Is 
Sweet Occasions is a TV show that is meant to inspire. It's a little thicker batter. And I'm here with Sweet Occasions to take the intimidation out of baking and, and really simplify and help people to, you know, get their feet wet. I'm not afraid to make a mistake when I'm baking or have flour, you know, proof out of the mixer when I'm baking. Baking is meant to be fun and to be enjoyed. What do you want? I will track Al Riley for the return of my brother. They can't find your brother. You're going to have to come up with an alternative. This is alternative. I can't believe it's prompt. Our daughters plan some kind of sex pack. WWVDD. What would Vin Diesel do? The world's most famous Canadian, Grey Owl, just back from a triumphant British tour, is to be a reluctant guest at a gathering of First Nations. Archie, you may not realize this, but right now you are the most famous Red Indian in the world. These are your people. You have to be there. Come on, Harold. Let's go. Sure, Adam. Sure. His name is Archie Bellini, and if he's a Red Indian, I'm the king of China. It is an honor to meet the man called Grey Owl, who has brought much respect for our people. Imposter, rascal, dreamer, <laughs> and yet the Englishman who called himself Grey Owl <laughs> awoke the whole world to our vanishing wilderness. My brother says, men become what they dream. You have dreamed well. back <laughs> final segment that you get to co-host absolutely how do you feel so far i feel irish do you do you feel like you have purpose in life now i feel <laughs> i feel like i have purpose and fulfillment he was telling me before we yeah. started filming that he looks like colin farrell oh yeah. i don't yes. see it don't humor him mm. no i can't encourage that yeah, i'm trying it. to help him positive motivation not a chance not a chance okay good job <laughs> thank you i need your approval <laughs> earlier today i was on facebook i've seen it a few times mm -hmm. recently about how People are complaining about how it's fine. It's hard to find mm. relationships to be in. They're not lasting. You can't find people. Um, I spoke to Patty, our director, about, you know, this is what I'm seeing, and she thinks it's easier to meet people nowadays. What are your guys' thoughts on unrelationships? I'm going to let you go first. <sighs> Man, how much time story. do we have? <laughs> I have a different story, so you go first for sure. So you're we, getting married. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm locked in. <laughs> Happily locked in. Yeah, no, we've yeah. been in a relationship for 10 years, so yeah. I'm happy that. Uh, for time purposes, I'll, I'm just going to go there where it's not to say, I don't want anybody to say there's something wrong with me, why am I not mm -hmm. meeting anybody? Yeah, not us personally, but like, what do you think but about it? What's never a lot of the times people that, that say that, it's because they've had multiple, like, short-lived mm, relationships or bad dates bad right and they kind of are a little bit bitter right yeah and i don't like to say judge yourself and say like there's something wrong with me but like evaluating why is this happening mm -hmm. over and over sometimes it's are you is there are you choosing the wrong people to date sometimes it's as simple as that mm. physical attractiveness obviously mostly for men is first immediately it's just in our genetics and a lot of times we just roll with that but you're going to see the relationships are short-lived yeah. it's just reevaluating what what is really important to me especially after people usually hit about 25 26 27 if they're still single that's when you start to realize that and sometimes when you don't that's when hopefully you have some honest friends that you respect that mm. say like are you choosing the wrong people or you can come to somebody like me to explore that and I mean I think everybody's done it I've done it and it's yeah. okay to take a break and evaluate hmm. what am I really looking for and what really is good for me I mean hmm. some things might be exciting at first but is that what I want 20 years from now right. right you know you're young and having fun now if you're around that 26 27 age but you're not too far from 
being yeah. a full adult yeah. and you know like you should start making thinking about those good things decisions as you can yeah. right away yeah like why, why waste time yeah. just make the best decisions you can see yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and there's that and then we can get you know they talk about it on news shows every week and stuff so like the, the apps and yep. yeah. you know and it, it is true we dating has become window shopping kind of and it's uh, they kind of uh, a lot of these apps have algorithms that show the most physically attractive people first, and they don't want to admit that, but it's completely obvious. How do they do that? And it has been pro- it has been proven outside. They won't admit that, but it is that. true. They yeah. <laughs> they like to say the most popular users we post first. Well, who are the most popular users? Right. right? They don't like to use the word attractive. How do they do that math? Though? That's incredible. It's a, yeah, it is. Um, a lot of people who are not on the app or wouldn't really rank high yeah. are the ones who are writing that formula. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And it, it's my belief, and I think they are finding it, that if you sway through those first 50 people, it's kind of like, you know, they're okay. You know, they have about 90% of what I'd like, but this person might have 91%. Like, I got to keep going here and got to keep going here. And then you go on the date finally with this person that supposedly is 95% a match for you, you think. And then they're not who is a match for you. And then you go back to that. And maybe you should have kept swiping for a while and yeah. get to a, a larger group of people. I kind of feel like if you're on the certain apps to begin with, you're probably there for particular reasons. Yep. I can't speak for everybody, right. but I think there's some apps you might not really be Definitely. actually after a relationship. Right. So maybe it makes sense based on that. And it's true. Like I, I've used it in the past. And I've noticed that it's changed. Even people say Tinder is the hookup app. Well, and then a former Tinder worker went and created Bumble that people, especially women, find more respectful because they message first and, you know, it's not known as a hookup app. But hmm. even on Tinder, you're seeing, looking for a relationship, girls just putting that first. Hmm. And I am seeing that way more often than looking for fun. Yeah. And it's hmm. crazy. Like, they're, women are becoming more open-minded. They will. They have Bumble and hope they meet somebody on something like that that's more relationship-focused. But they also have a Tinder, and they just put, I'm not looking for that. And generally, yeah. they're in their mid-20s starting and up in the 30s. Or mm-hmm. they're maturing. But yeah, a little maturing. But yeah, I've seen, yeah. So do you think the issue with nowadays in dating is that it's easier to meet people now because of all of our social media platforms. It's a lot easier to connect with multiple people all over the place but we're looking we're more tuned to be looking for instant gratification mm, we're not looking for that maybe. really solid connection maybe yeah. everything yeah. seems to be it's, a those have become yeah. that wiring's become crossed huh. and uh, to separate those two things and recognizing that is is a good thing that i think a lot of people could definitely work on and it's not anybody's fault i mean yeah. things progress they say technology progresses quickly it does but it also progresses slowly hmm. Like I explained with Tinder, right? It's yeah. kind of gone that way, at least from what I've seen, <laughs> right? So we don't have a chance to recognize these things, and I hope like people like me can make people aware of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, and they can reevaluate. Like sitting back and reevaluating is not a bad thing. You're not judging your no. life. Yeah. You're reevaluating what's going on here, and it's healthy to do that. It's healthy to do that, yeah. right? You're yeah. not being hard on yourself. It's just you're like anything else. You evaluate things at work. You evaluate. Yep. Things in sports, <laughs> you can evaluate your personal life as well. Yep. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. What are your thoughts on this? I was thinking about um, like an analogy that I think I made up but probably didn't. Uh, your <laughs> life is like when you're driving your car, you have a big windshield, and you're always mm. looking at the windshield, but you also have a rearview mirror. And it's supposed to be smaller because you're not always looking at the rearview mirror when you're driving right. or you're going to crash. Right. And that's a lot of people, they reflect on their past too much, and they end up keep getting into accidents. And I'm like, because you're not or looking not forward. enough. Or, right? or it's mm-hmm. the other way where, yeah, you have to look into the past and see what's behind you. Look at all the messes that were behind there yeah. about, and remember not to do that again when you're driving yeah. down the road so now it's life, which is, you know, that's why the windshield's this big mm-hmm. and the rear view mirror's only that mm-hmm. big because you're only glancing at the back saying, oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. that bad relationship or that before. bad ex-person that I dated, yeah. you know, and so that way, you know, you, you can focus on keeping going forward. I always yeah. say, too, that's another... I don't, know, I don't know if the word controversial is right, but a controversial thing that I tell people that I, I believe is true is um, I always think of like 
the meme that's gone around of the guy that has the tattoo that says no rugrats he gets no oh, it's spelled wrong right yeah, yeah, guys thank you so much for being here really appreciate it and we're out for the week have a great weekend everyone Rogers TV viewer response line. Email us or connect with us on social media. Two full-time moms on a mission to talk about everything parents deal with on a daily basis. Okay, so what do you do when your child has a meltdown? It's Vanessa and Melissa. Painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Theater on the Edge on Rogers TV. The wait is over. Love It or Listed is back. You're going to love it. Listed. David wants homeowners to list it. Hillary's hopeful they'll love it. Will they choose Hillary's redesign? Here we are. This is what you always dreamed of. Or David's new listing. You've got me sold on this one. Are you going to love it? Or are you going to list it? Makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Game's on. Let's go. Let the chips fall where they may. Love it or list it. New season Monday, July 9th on HGTV.